the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christy Noam for president. Well, in case you've never heard of her, she is the governor of South Dakota. She became my favorite politician yesterday. When you hear what she said, I think you'll know why. So I heard this uh, recording, saw the video actually yesterday. Uh, ten years ago, by the way, I was doing a talk show on another radio station, and I heard about a governor who had uh, beaten the good old boys in her state and come from nowhere to become the most popular governor in the country at the time. Her name was Sarah Palin. You maybe uh, remember her up in Alaska. And I was one of the first people anywhere, by the way, to suggest that John McCain pick her as his running mate. And she did help him and would have helped him more if they had let her go after Barack Obama the way she wanted to. Uh, when she first was named, uh, his his numbers went up, and he uh, his poll numbers went up. And he became uh, he, came, he went into the lead for a while after she was named the VP candidate. Uh, of course, the media eventually succeeded in turning her into a parody, but she was sharp and had all the right ideas about government, more so actually than McCain. And she was and still is really good looking, and so is Christy Noem. Um, and if you're a true conservative, you have to love her. Liberals will ignore her the same way they ignore uh, black Republicans, or they'll trash her. They'll come up with some way of trashing her. Uh, I knew I didn't have much chance of getting Christy Noam on as a guest. I have to confess I didn't try, so I'm going to do the next best thing. Um, I want to let you hear her address. I guess it's an address to the country because it's not to the people of South Dakota. It's to you and me and people around the country. And I think it's going to be the start of what could and actually should be a campaign for president or maybe vice president in 2024. This is what a political superstar sounds like. Perhaps the most significant takeaway so far is that more freedom, not more government, is the answer. And while freedom alone won't solve all of our problems, it does present a better path towards where we want to go. Freedom is a better friend of true science than government-centered and government-controlled science. Freedom not government, is the best friend of innovation. Freedom focuses our politics on persuasion and the intellectual strength of our positions, not on control, coercion, or the heavy hand of government. And if someone is interested in the common good in all its iterations and complexities, freedom is the one and the only choice. Now, my approach to this virus was to provide South Dakotans with all the information that I could and then trust them to exercise their freedom to make the best decision for themselves and for their families. We took a unique path. We haven't locked people up. We didn't force businesses or churches to close or order a statewide shelter in place. In return, the mainstream media has spent many hours in nearly endless column inches attacking me for that. But countless South Dakotans have thanked me for trusting them. Recently, I was able to spend some quiet time with my family. 
We went out to the Black Hills, which is one of the most picture-perfect places on the planet. Folks, we were not alone. I've never seen so many visitors to the Black Hills in my life. License plates from every corner of this country. You see, while the media was attacking me, the people were watching. As many of my peers applied a one-size-fits-all lockdown, ordinary Americans, the lifeblood of this nation, they saw what we were doing. And many said, that's exactly the way I want my government to treat me, to trust me, not dictate to me. So that leaves me to wonder, what does this say about the state of our media? The mainstream media attack those who push for freedom and for people to be able to make the best decisions for their families. But politicians who take away people's freedoms and enforce lockdowns are praised and shielded from real scrutiny. So this brings me to the question of modeling. While modeling certainly has a place, models have two major shortcomings. No model can actually predict the future, especially when it's based on data that is incomplete. And no model is capable of replacing human freedom as the best path to responding to life's risks, including this virus. That is why central planning of the economy has failed every time the government has tried it. In South Dakota, we saw modeling as a tool, and we used it to be prepared for a worst-case scenario. I thank God that the worst case hasn't happened, but we were ready, and we are still ready if it does. But there is no model that can take into consideration all of the factors that make real life work. A blind reliance on insufficient modeling has led some politicians to institute disastrous lockdowns that have not only jeopardized their people's health and their welfare, but also created conditions for a financial catastrophe that will cause untold burdens and costs on their people for generations. Now this financial burden of government lockdowns makes one thing clear. Urban life isn't necessarily all that it's cracked up to be. In South Dakota, the rural life is often a preferred way of life. Folks want to stay on the land their grandfathers and their grandmothers once farmed. They want to stay in the communities that they have called home for generations. They want to eat in a small mom-and-pop restaurant, visit some of the world's most beautiful places, and have their kids spend more time with a tackle box than an Xbox. So sure, big famous cities like New York are home to some iconic buildings and some really great museums. But they also come with traffic, with noise, and in a post-COVID world, plenty of sanitation issues. Now, uh, as we've thought throughout this pandemic, population density does come with a steep cost. Some think COVID-19 will accelerate the move of people out of cities. That story is still being written. But one of the few things we know about this virus is that density is one of the key factors contributing to its spread. Because of that, New York and Silicon Valley may look very different in the future. But the lessons from this virus don't stop at city limits. While many can work remotely from their laptops indefinitely, a key takeaway from COVID is that America's essential workers, the farmers, the ranchers, truckers, plumbers, grocers, healthcare workers, the builders and producers in this country are more critical than ever. The fundamentals of life haven't changed. People still need basic necessities to survive. Grocery stores need to stay stocked, the lights need to stay on, and doctors need to keep seeing patients. 
To the builders, the producers, and the essential workers scattered throughout the country, if you've seen how South Dakota has managed this pandemic and you like what you've seen, come to South Dakota. To those professionals who will be working from home permanently, if you value our way of life, where people love freedom, smaller communities and lots of wide open spaces, I want you to think about doing your work from a new home in South Dakota. And to business owners in other states who are frustrated that your business was forced to close, South Dakota has the friendliest tax and regulatory system in the nation. We didn't order businesses to close. We trusted them to innovate and to continue serving their customers. And we'd love for you to do your business here as well. South Dakota truly is open for business. Now, not all governors trusted their people, but I did. Different paths mean people have different choices, and South Dakota chose common sense solutions. If you want freedom, personal responsibility, and a government that works for you rather than dictates to you, South Dakota is the place to get it. Our trips to the store might look a little different. Our sporting events might change. I was in a meeting just recently about our state fair. It's going to change too. But that's not a bad thing. It's a chance to innovate and to get creative. I want to leave you with this thought. No one saw this first half of the year playing out the way that it has. Each and every one of us has dramatically changed our day-to-day life to adjust to this situation. And to all those who've lost loved ones, my heart breaks for you. Our new normal may be very different from the past, but don't ever forget this one fundamental truth. The windshield is so much bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. In South Dakota, we always confront adversity and we emerge into even greater prosperity. The future, our future, is bright. Hope is in front of us. We will come out stronger than ever before. And to those concerned about what the future might hold for you, if you stay where you are right now, come to South Dakota. The air is fresh, the people are free, and the possibilities are endless. So I'm, uh, I'm doing the show right now, still from home, in uh, beautiful Washington County. I'm wondering if I asked very nicely if they'd let me do the show from now on from South Dakota. That sounds pretty good to me. How many times did she say the word freedom in that uh, five- or six-minute address there? Um, And personal responsibility. What a concept, huh? Uh, I'm looking here at a picture of her house, not her house, the governor's home in uh, South Dakota. And uh, it doesn't, I mean, it's, you could call it a mansion, but not like a, a stately governor's mansion like you would see in Harrisburg or some of the other states. It looks like a really nice house that you might find in Fox Chapel or Sewickley or uh, even Mount Lebanon, Upper St. Clair, but uh, Peters Township. But um, it's just a house. And then doesn't, you would never, it never, it doesn't look like a governor's mansion. It's a nice big house. Anyway, that's, um, she's now my favorite politician, Christy Noem, and I'll be keeping my eye on her. And uh, keep your eye on the media keeping their eye on her because they're going to hate her. She's good looking, she's smart, and she doesn't, uh, she does not toe the line. And she, uh, what the media, most of the media really hate, she really, really likes freedom and doesn't want government intrusion. So that's why I like her. 
Meanwhile, speaking of uh, government intrusion, before we take the break here, I should mention a, a gigantic, um, I guess it's gigantic, Supreme Court ruling today. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that discrimination on the basis of sex includes discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, that's a big one, and it was a 6-3 decision. Alito, Kavanaugh, and Thomas dissented, and Alito uh, wrote the uh, dissent, and uh, he's, he's not happy. He says uh, that the decision will have wide-ranging destructive impacts on key freedoms, and he predicts that the entire federal judiciary will be mired for years in disputes about the reach of the court's reasoning. As the briefing in these cases is warned, the position that the court now adopts will threaten freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and personal privacy, and no one should think that the court's decision represents an unalloyed victory for individual liberty. Uh, and uh, his dissent lays out seven different realms of American life that will be affected by this ruling. And one of them is bathrooms. Uh, believe it or not, this is all. This can of worms is opened up again by this ruling. Alito says the court may wish to avoid this subject, but it's a matter of concern to many people who are reticent about disrobing or using toilet facilities in the presence of individuals whom they regard as members of the opposite sex. For some, this may simply be a question of modesty, but for others, there is more at stake. For women who have been victimized by sexual assault or abuse, the experience of seeing an unclothed person with the anatomy of a male in a confined and sensitive location, such as a bathroom or locker room, can cause serious psychological harm. He also brings up sports. We've talked about it here quite a bit. And he says uh, the right of a transgender individual to participate on a sports team or an, in an athletic competition previously reserved for members of one biological sex may arise under Title VII and Title IX due to the court's ruling. The effect of the court's reasoning uh, uh, may be, this is Alito now, the effects of the court's reasoning may be to force young women to compete against students who have a very significant biological advantage including students who have the size and strength of a male but identify as female and students who are taking male hormones in order to transition from female to male also in housing alito warns it may also force rape crisis centers for women to admit biological males who claim to identify as women yeah what could go wrong there and religious employment uh, a school standards for its faculty uh, communicate a particular way of life to its students, and a violation by the faculty of these precepts may undermine the school's moral teaching. Thus, if a religious school teaches that sex outside marriage and sex reassignment procedures are immoral, the message may be lost if the school employs a teacher who is in a same-sex relationship or has undergone or is undergoing sex reassignment. So, uh, you know, the the media will be heralding this and celebrating it, and if you're a decent person, you will be expected to uh, agree that this is wonderful, that you don't want to see anyone discriminated against, and this is just great because you, nobody's feelings are going to be hurt anymore because everybody has to be accepted. But uh, that's because people will only look about an inch deep into this thing and not uh, look at it the way Alito is looking at it, the way I just said there, the way it's going to affect your daughters or granddaughters uh, in school, if they're if they're athletes, if they're competing against boys now in high school, uh, or if you have girls going to school uh, and uh, daughters or granddaughters, and uh, boys get to use the girls' rent, uh, restroom or locker room, that's supposed to be okay now. And uh, now the Supreme Court says that it's a, I guess it's a constitutional 
it's 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 part of Title Seven. It's the law has to be obeyed. I don't know how that's overturned. So that's where we are, and that's why uh, Supreme Court judges are important. And uh, where Roberts was on this again, um, they lost him on this one. And um, it's uh, I don't know. This is a long. I think this is a, this is uh, for the long haul. What are you going to do about it? And the, meanwhile, the the Justice Department has ruled against boys competing against girls in Connecticut. Um, and uh, I guess that's all back up in the air again. Pretty stupid, but that's where we are. And when we come back, we'll have some more stupidity. Stick around. Worried about deductibles and copays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. Gold. It's soaring. Are you missing it? If you have an IRA or 401k, you probably are. Less than 1% hold physical gold. We've been told by Wall Street it's for crazy people. Really? What's crazy about an asset that beats stocks two to one? I'm Adam Barada, national best-selling author of the book, Gold is a Better Way, owner of Advantage Gold, an Inc. 5000 member, and highest-rated gold IRA firm in the world. Gold is booming because gold is really about debt, and global debt is a pandemic. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you my book for free. That's right, free. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Learn why gold will outperform pumped-up stocks from this point forward. Turn your IRA into a wealth growth machine. Just call 800-900-8000. It's time to stop being crazy. Call 800-900-8000. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windowsrustpittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. windowsrspittsburgh.com. 
You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, they're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of their amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, MyPillow towels, roll-and-go anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcases, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Be sure to use promo code STAG. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with the global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, the um, I don't know, there were any riots scheduled for tonight? I don't know what the story is, if, that, if they're over or not, but uh, I guess it's, uh, it's still going on and... It's, uh, I guess, nightfall when we find out how bad it's going to get. But um, some we coming up in our next segment, we're going to talk about the uh, Black Lives Matter and what that organization is and what people probably don't realize it is beyond just a slogan. We'll get to that uh, after the break. But uh, some interesting uh, stuff here from uh, PJ Media. Uh, there's a woman uh, on a video. She says, look at this. Every grocery store looks like this. This is a black woman, and, and th- I don't know what neighborhood it's in or what city it's in. Everything is either on the floor. Look at this. I came into the store to buy something because I'm not a thief. People who already couldn't feed their kids, now they really can feed their kids. They really can't feed their kids. I'm so devastated right now. And uh, this is a story about how the riots and the peaceful demonstrations have made finding food really tough for people in uh, the very neighborhoods where the people who are demonstrating about um, their uh, not being treated equally uh, live. And so now they've made their neighborhoods worse. Uh, this, uh, this is written by Megan Fox. She says, one of my friends who lives on the south side of Chicago told me she and her husband have to drive to Indiana to get groceries now. There isn't a grocery store anywhere near them that hasn't been destroyed. She's one of the lucky ones because she has a car. Many in her neighborhood don't have transportation, and they have no options to get to food stores now. So this is what's happening. It's Again, those are the kinds of things that you don't hear much about uh, because of the cause, and, and nobody wants to uh, be on record as even doubting uh, what's going on, as whether it's all 100% uh, positive and worthy of the, of the, of the destruction. And it says it doesn't matter that the people you support are actually terrorizing black neighborhoods and black mothers like the one in the video. You're allowed to support them openly, agitate with them, support them financially, and prop them up with legitimacy as they burn, loot, and destroy black livelihoods. This gives you the protection to point your fingers at those of us who think it's a moral injustice to target black people through the destruction of their neighborhoods and call us inexplicably racist. A lot of that going on. And... um, when, when we come back, we are going to uh, talk to um, a woman who's written a piece for the Federalist, and uh, her name is Stella Morbido. We've had her on before. And uh, you're going to hear some details about Black Lives Matter as an organization. I, I think most people who aren't directly involved 
they see the signs and they think, well, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good cause. Yeah, black lives do matter, and uh, but they don't understand uh, what kind of an organization Black Lives Matter actually is. It's big. It uh, it raises lots of money, and it's Marxist and very very much anti-American. When we come back, uh, you're going to find out what I mean by that from this piece written by Stella more abito so um there's always something under the surface that the national media seem reluctant to talk about because it doesn't fit their narrative we'll talk about that when we come back stay where you are with srn news i'm john scott The Supreme Court has ruled that a landmark civil rights law protects gay, lesbian, and transgender people from discrimination in employment. The court decided by a 6-3 vote today that a key provision of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 that bars discrimination because of sex, among other reasons, encompasses bias against gay and lesbian workers. The ruling also covers transgender people. On Wall Street, the market... Shook off a weak start and ended broadly higher after the Federal Reserve announced its latest measure to support markets. Markets turned higher immediately after the Fed said it would begin buying individual corporate bonds. The central bank's latest move to prop up volatile financial markets. The Dow gained 157 points today. The Nasdaq was up 137. This is SRN News. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Larry Elder just wants to see evidence of allegations. I spent a lot of time watching the young people out in the streets, many of them were young, demanding equal justice, demanding rights. What I'm also hearing are people saying this kind of thing keeps on happening, or there's an epidemic of this, or there's systemic problems. And very, very rarely, if ever, did the so-called journalists push back and say, what is your hard evidence for this? The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host 
Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 12.50 a.m. The Answer, giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet, and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. Relief factor, pain relief. It's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Have some slow spots on the Parkway West. Inbound as you approach the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound as you approach the Squirrel Hill Tunnel on the Parkway East. That's slowing as well. Monroeville, William Penn Highway is down to one lane with construction between Golden Mile Highway and Alpine Village Drive. North Fayette area, North Road, we've got construction there between Noblestown Road and Ivy Street. Goes till 530, so it's just about finishing up. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Couple clouds in the sky tonight with a low 57. Partly sunny skies tomorrow with a high 80. Tomorrow night, mainly clear with a low of 58. Periods of sunshine and clouds on Wednesday with a high of 81. And Thursday, a shower or thunderstorm in the area. Otherwise, sun and clouds with a high 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. You know what my reaction is when I hear or see Black Lives Matter? No kidding. That's my reaction. No kidding. Because I've never in my life believed that they don't. Uh, It's really not a controversial statement when you think about it, but you're not allowed to say all lives matter because that either means you don't agree with the statement or you're a racist or, or both. Stella Morabito is a senior editor at The Federalist, and she says Black Lives Matter is a Marxist scam. Stella joins us now. Thanks for being on the show again, Stella. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, by the way, it's senior contributor, not senior editor, but that's Oh, fine. I'm sorry. I gave you <laughs> yeah. a promotion? Yes, you did. Senior... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Uh, but anyway, uh, to say that uh, the Black Lives Matter is a uh, Marxist scam, that's, that's not a very popular opinion right now, is it? No, it's not, but it's becoming more and more, I mean, people are becoming more and more aware of it. Uh, the Telegraph, um, the, the London paper, the Telegraph ran an article the other day all about that. If you look on the website, it, it's just, it's light cover. Uh, the, you know, Black Lives Matter is uh, just uh, kind of a vehicle for just a whole list of Basically, socialist Marxist agenda items that, um, you know, they, they don't really hide, but uh, we're not really allowed to talk about them. But, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, yeah, it's a scam, uh, just like most scams. They, uh, you know, they, they, they sell you something that's uh, not real. And, 
Yeah, so yeah. is is the is the slogan Black Lives Matter effective? Is it working? Well, apparently it seems to be in terms of the, you know, just kind of the mass conformity you see out there and uh my basic thesis is uh that people are drawn into this sort of blind conformity and compliance with big movements uh when they have uh an, the illusion of uh you know, a lot of people going along with it. And also, on top of that, uh, the uh, social intimidation tactics, I think those are key. That's what mostly I write about in that article, uh, mm-hmm. are the, the intimidation tactics to um, prevent anybody from, you know, not even questioning what the real goal is behind the movement. Yeah, and as I said, uh, you're not even allowed to say all lives matter anymore because that is interpreted as a repudiation of black lives matter for some reason, and people are getting fired over it. Oh, it's, it's, it's really bad. I mean, if you um, look at how, how badly and quickly identity politics has spiraled into uh, just a, you know, a totalitarian uh, agenda, uh, you can just look at something like uh, Martin Luther King's statement, uh, the content, uh, you know, to be judged by the content of one's character instead of uh, the color of one's skin. That's controversial. That's considered racist. It's considered racist to say that you uh, just see the individual and you don't really see. If you say you're colorblind, it's considered racist now. Uh, that's how identity politics works. You're not allowed it, to be a unique individual with your own experiences and personality or even sense of humor. None of that matters. All that matters is the box that the identity politics, uh, you know, the, they call themselves intersectional uh, theorists or whatever, uh, you know, put you in. And, uh, you know, you can either be an oppressor or a victim. And, and that's it. That's how it works. But, so uh, but- how is what you just described, um, and you, as you point out in your piece, um, what you described is um, Marxism. That's just that's what it is, right? It really, what you yeah, just it described is. it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, putting everybody in a box, definitely, uh, and uh, preventing uh, individual, you know, if you, if you erase people as individuals, um, mm-hmm you erase their rights as individuals. And uh, that's what's going on. I mean, what's at stake is uh, individual rights, freedom of speech, thought, uh, even especially the right to private relationship. One of the things I mentioned in that piece is how that Black Lives Matter activist had an op-ed in the New York Times uh, basically telling his, uh, quote, you know, white friends not to give them any love or sympathy, the only way they could really help well, he had a list for them, but prominent in the list was to text your friends, your relatives, your loved ones, and tell them that you're not going to have anything to do with them anymore unless they get on the bandwagon, unless they, uh, you know, donate financially or go to protest. I mean, it's, it's really um, a nasty, what I call the weaponization of loneliness. It is a threat that you are going to be socially isolated if you don't get on the ball, and this is a very 
cult-like technique. Uh, you know, cult experts call it predatory alienation. That's how bad it's getting to where they're going inside the families, to ripping up, fa- trying to rip up families and friendships by saying, if you're not on board, uh, you know, to, to get the followers uh, to say, if you're not on board, I have nothing to do with you. Uh, and it's the way things worked in Stalin's reign of terror as well in the Soviet Union, you know, where there was no private life permitted. Um, so that, and that's... So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, no, I was going to say, um, still, it, it comes back to Black Lives Matter. And um, the, I don't, nobody, I, I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm sure there are some people out there who actually disagree with that, but nobody disagrees with it publicly. And I don't, I think the... There's always going to be sick people out there who would say that's not true, but everybody basically agrees that black lives matter. But that's I, and what I think and what your piece points out is that it's about so much more than a, somebody holding up a sign that says that. Absolutely. Uh, it's, there's so much more tied up in it. And, and I, don't think, I don't think many people in the media are even aware of it or if they are willing to talk about it. Yeah, I personally am afraid, uh, you know, with the, the propaganda media, which is uh, over 90% of the media, uh, they don't care. I mean, they all they care about is their own, uh, you know, the, the, their status, their sense of power and whatever, uh, you know, whatever regime uh, they manage to, to, to push out there. But, it, yeah, if you look, if you look at their own website and their own words. I mean, even one of them, um, one of their agenda items is, quote, to disrupt the nuclear family and replace it with the collectivist forms of child rearing. I mean, that, of course, is, is uh, you know, a Marxist, uh, socialist, communist uh, idea that's been alive since Marx claimed, uh, you know, abolish the family, you know, or that uh, religion is the opiate of the masses. I mean, they're always trying to get rid of private relationships. Uh, The the hidden sphere of life is where, uh, you know, where, where we can let our hair down, talk to people about, you know, what have real relationships. And they're after that. And, and you, uh, the thing is, again, people just aren't aware of, of this. And, I mean, you point out that, that the Black Lives Matter movement has this on their website. How many people do you think ever go to their website? Uh, it's not the kind of a website that a lot of people are going to go. They think, to, I, I just think that for most people it's pretty simple. Black Lives Matter, they're upset about uh, uh, the treatment by police. And you can have varying right. opinions on that, but nobody disagrees with the premise, and, and I don't think there's a, a great incentive to go check out their website. So people don't know that that Black Lives Matter means all of what you just said. That's right. That's right. It's, uh, and they don't come right out on their website and say we're a Marxist organization. No. But all of the agendas, all of the agendas that they list, you can read in the, in the London paper, the Telegraph, you know, did a piece on this. And uh, uh, National Review had another really good piece where Jack Fowler uh, was citing some work by Ann Sorak, uh, um, who wrote it up a, a few Oh, a few years ago, when it kind of got off the ground, what the agenda was, and it—it it, it just what they do is you're right. They take something totally non-controversial. I mean, that's the way Marxism has always worked: equality, justice. You know, just kind of make it a warm and fuzzy, 
And, um, and, uh, but of course, the race issue is something that they've tried really hard to keep alive for years, uh, because that's where the emotions run high and, um, you know, nobody wants to be smeared as a bigot. And so it, it works, uh, unfortunately. And what bothers me most is people are not really aware of these dynamics of, you know, how political correctness and identity politics are meant to enforce blind conformity. They're just scared. They're scared of being, and and they're going to get us killed. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just the way it works when people are too weak or cowardly or or don't even know what they believe and can't because the schools have, the universities have done such a number on the um, independent mind. Um, So that's the shame of it. But, um, you know, my hope is enough people will wake up, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, about not, it's a, it's about knowing it. what you're supposed to believe, isn't it? More so than what you actually believe, or or being told what you're supposed to believe, or what you're allowed to believe. Well, that's yeah, that's their agenda. I mean, if you look at this Chaz or whatever they want to call it, this little yeah. area of Seattle. I mean, nobody's they they beat up some guy who just went in there to to uh, you know preach you know uh, you know yeah. there's some kind of street corner thing. I was like, well, what's it to you? I mean, wh- why do they even care? But they have to beat him up, and then uh, you know somebody carries an American flag in there. They have to tear it apart. I mean, th- there's zero independent thought permitted. It you they tell you what to think, what you may say, and with whom you may associate. And, I mean, that is totalitarianism in a nutshell. We're talking to Stella Morbido. She's senior contributor at The Federalist. Uh, you can see her piece there at thefederalist.com, and um, uh, it's, it goes much more into depth than we, in, in depth, uh, than we can do right here. It's uh, really some interesting stuff in there. But, uh, Stella, none of this happens without help from the media. Uh, That's right. The, the media have to be involved, have to, have to be able to... Uh, have to be there to push this, and they're doing a good job of it. Unfortunately, uh, they're not interested in truth. Uh, They're not interested in anything objective. Uh, They're just um, conjuring up illusions, you know, the illusion uh, that this organization, basically a Marxist organization, I don't know who the real, you know, the, you know, the real forces behind it are, but uh, I would guess that it, you know, it has nothing to do with Black Lives Mattering. It has, you know, and their their um, slogan might as well be "Nobody's life matters." I mean, that yeah. is how they are behaving, as though no lives matter. That's that might as well be their slogan. So, uh, but they operate through, you know, the the um, emotional pull and the fear, the fear of being a social outcast. It's a very old divide-and-conquer tactic that, um, unfortunately, we aren't more aware of. And, you know, I I don't know if anybody's done a study, uh, taken a survey, done a poll, but um, I'm just going to get your opinion on this, but what do you you think the, the ratio is between white and black People who are in the street with the Black Lives Matter signs. I, I don't. I think it might be fifty-fifty, and and I wonder uh, about the the white people just being. It's all. It's a massive virtue signaling. 
Exactly. And in fact, it's what, uh, there was a really good article the other day called the, the cult of wokeness or something mm-hmm. like that, or the woke cult. And this whole, you know, the, the kids are being fed in universities with this, um, you know, white privilege or, uh, you know, systemic racism, you know, all of this uh, very cultic indoctrination, um, you know, to, to erase their own sense of self as unique people who have independent minds and feeding them programming. You know, it's like they've been programmed. And, and again, there's the fear of being um, socially isolated if they don't get on board with it. So, and then they've got people like this guy who wrote for the New York Times telling them, hey, you know, not only that, but you need to get your family on board too and your friends, and if not, have nothing to do with them. So uh, that's how bad it's gotten, and, uh, you know, it, that's uh, something we need to be more aware of. And uh, I think it's counterproductive. I think it sets race. It's been it, what, what's happened the last couple of weeks has set race relations back. Do you agree? Absolutely, and it's intended to. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's intended to stoke divisions because that's the, you know all bad actors. That's that's the the basis of their power game is to. Uh, create hostilities, or as Solovinsky, I don't know if you're familiar, he's the guy who wrote oh, yeah. Rules for Radicals. Mm-hmm. I mean, he basically wrote about rubbing resentments raw. That was the formula. And then to use the goodwill of people against them. It, it, it's really a, a, a nasty piece of work. But, um, and, and it's meant to set, set all human relations back. Uh, you know, if you look at you know, the... the uh, any demographic they they just want us um you know programmed and isolated is how it feels um you know through all this propaganda they don't want people getting along they don't want healthy human relationships whether it's race relationships marriage child uh parent they don't want any of that they want to control everybody's relationships and i know black lives matter doesn't sound like something like that but that is a um, that is a Marxist tactic, a Marxist uh, strategy to, for power, and uh, to well, basically totalitarian. So I, have, I mean, I have one last question for you. We have about a minute to go here with Stella Morbido, a senior contributor to Federalist. Um, I mean, I don't know what the actual movers and shakers in the Black Lives Matter movement, if there is such a thing, feel about this, but. Everything that you described here, uh, there are some pretty smart people who are Democrats. I, I mean, I disagree with just about everything they say, but there, there, there are some smart people there. Do they not see this, or do they see it and like it and want to promote it? I think all they care about is power. They care about nothing else. Nothing else. They care about their own personal and political power. And, I mean, that's how, you know, unfortunately, that's how I see it. Uh, now, if they were reasonable people and people of goodwill, uh, then I would say, I would give them the benefit of the doubt and say, yeah, they're ignorant. You know, they don't understand how counterproductive this is, but they're not interested in productivity and human relations or anything else. They're interested in raw power. 
That's Stella, I'm, I, I appreciate you being on. I'm out of time. I could go on. People should check it out at thefederalist.com. That's a great piece. Stella Morabito, thank you very much. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Always good to have you on, and we'll be right back. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-600-3010. That's 800-600-3010. 800-600-3010. I love golf. And I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, let's finish with a little sports. I only have about a minute here. Uh, baseball. Still no baseball. Looks like the players and the owners are still far apart. And uh, they don't have a whole lot of time to... Uh, fix it. It uh, looks like that the only thing they're going to be able to do is play a, like a 50-game season, which will just be a joke. Um, and I'll tell you what, uh, I, I was looking at Twitter during the break, and there's a guy named John Parado. He's a longtime baseball writer. 
I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a seam head, and I mean that in a nice way, a guy who just loves baseball. And uh, he's written for me, me, lots of publications. Uh, he's just a, a guy who's been around baseball. And he tweeted, he said, I've been covering baseball for 33 years. I've been watching it for 50 years, and I'm beginning to lose interest. That's a real, real <laughs> bad sign for baseball. If guys like John Parada... Everybody in the Pittsburgh media knows him, and you may or may not have uh, read his stuff. If you've covered baseball, follow baseball at all you want. So, baseball's in big trouble, but I don't care because baseball's been dead to me for about 15 years. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.